Let me double check this audio. Make sure I don't got no echo read back here. We'll get started. Welcome to the show, guys. This is episode number 30 called Divine Love. Start with a little over-the-air frequency tuning. Tonight's episode is Divine Love. 
This is Halloween. It's the holiday that we we honor our ancestors. And yes, some dress like Jesus because he is our ancestors. And I honor him as an ancestor by the proper attire for a Halloween episode. <laughs> Speaking on the very thing that Jesus taught that most Christians don't really understand or know, which is divine love. This is the message that Jesus taught. So, what is divine love? That is a very large groups of information just to try and explain what I mean by divine love. Most people have a um, a preconceived taught idea of love and we base all relationships and filter our whole perception of reality through the idea of what love is through the construct of the human mind so therefore divine love is something that a human can only wish to strive to understand emit and fellowship with that divine love there's a million terms for people who understand what I mean by divine love the source the one source of creation the energy that moves all of the cosmos it's the energy that makes your heart beat it's the viewer that's looking through your eyes the source that source energy is divine love it's not attachment it's not judgmental it's none of these things that humans apply to the concept of love even myself it is hard to stand in the balance that is divine love even when it comes to a child because a child is feel like they belong to you it's yours you know you you help make this child but the child isn't yours you help manifest this child here 
but you don't own the child. So therefore, even when we express love to our children, if we have uh, attachment or judgment, then we are not expressing divine love even to our own children. So it's easily why humans always apply these concepts to a divine being or energy or God or whatever you would you call or try to call the one with many names, the unnameable one, the one source, God. The energy is divine love. What we're trying to explain and grasp at Mainly what we're trying to do is experience and live in and walk in this energy always. This was the message that Jesus taught. There is the energy that is in and around all things that is made up of that energy, which is divine love. That's why we're all the same. Up underneath the skin, you are the same as I am. You have a vast network of nervous system and veins that pumps blood through your bodies. It's a fractal replication of the same things you see with the trees <clears throat> and plant life. Because we live in a fractal reality, a duplication of the image of the one. The source doesn't have a specific image. It is geometric patterns. These geometric patterns, the source, the source code, whatever you would like to call it, makes up all things that you see in this projection. So, hold on one second. Sorry about that. So divine love, the source, the image, the geometry that makes up this whole projection, that makes up the very fabric of the dimensions of your body, the dimensions of the earth, the, the space between all things, 
the the way a flower blooms from seed to finish uh, the the way the roots and the limbs grow on trees uh, all of these are the geometric pattern the image of that source that is in all things you cannot be absent of it or absent of seeing or fellowshipping with this very source of creation This is why there's so many references uh, in the Bible of Jesus and the kingdom of heaven. This is the kingdom of heaven. Earth. This manifesting playground is the kingdom. The return of Christ is you and I realizing what Christ is means the return of Christ is the return of the original blueprint the return to understanding and embodying to the fullest extent divine love unconditional compassionate non-judgmental love it's the most powerful energy in all of the cosmos and you can embody it with your mind and heart connection the heart has its own brain your heart sends more signals to your body than your brain does it has its own neuro network is the same things that makes you think and makes the rest of your brain functions play out to your body is a neuro network and neurons are the same your heart has a separate brain it's like its own separate entity think about all the things that has a heart you are identical to those things. But even the plants and the trees are still a projection of that same thing. They still have a etheric heart. There's still a tick, a pulse. There's a frequency that vibrates through all things that is that divine love. With this energy is how we experience our day-to-day, -day, whether we realize it or not. The energy that we have being a vessel, being the, the powers that we have being a vehicle, a vessel holding that divine energy encompass us us into this reality that we experience the outcomes the cause and the effects of our thoughts 
words and actions. We manifest our life day to day, starting with the thought. And then when we add words and actions to these things, gives more energy to the manifest, the magic. Life is magic. There's, there's no... It's not that magic isn't real. It's magic is all around you. You just didn't realize what magic was. Being that divine love, that one source energy in your vessel, in this energetic realm, and that creation power means you're constantly creating this reality for yourself and for others whether you're aware of it or not so think about how many people are unaware of the reality that they're creating oh guess what because who taught you that you were creating your own freaking reality <clears throat> so look what a muck a mess has been made of us um, being asleep because all this is is just a cycle we've been here and done this before many times over and over again this is just another cycle of sleeping and going awake. You do it every single day. It's no different than death. So it's when you go to sleep, the final nap in this vessel, you just don't wake back up in this vessel because this is a car. When I get out of my car or I sell my car, I'm no longer in that car ever again, but it doesn't change who I am. I am not my car I am not this car. I am not this vessel. <clears throat> this is not who I am. I am love light. I am love and light. I am the living light and the living word made flesh. Literally, quantumly, we are all the living light and the living word made flesh. Everything you see is light. <clears throat> Everything you see is a hologram of light, is a projection of light. We live in an electric universe. The electromagneticism is what gives you the perception of density because you're not just light passing through all this light. So when I hold my hands together like this, the same thing as holding two magnets with the same poles, like holding two south sides of a magnets together. You'll never get them to touch. So it looks like my hands are touching, but they, in reality, they have never touched. You've never touched anything in your life. You have just perceived these things through this. living light information field because what is reality we we cannot base anything to prove what reality actually is there is no basis for what is real and what is reality this is a bunch of prob probable outcomes quantumly is as what they say is um, you can't duplicate an experience 
you can't 100% duplicate an experiment there once you get to a certain level there is only probabilities same thing as uh, say you have a throw a party or do something that you just had like the greatest time of your life I don't care if you put all the same circumstances together back together in the same place you will not experience the same thing it is impossible because light is always in motion we're always in constant motion motion so as a piece of consciousness as uh, a drop of rain in the in the ocean of consciousness which is all experiences ever <coughs> it is the projection of all things it is an aspect of the source we are a part of it experiencing it feeding into it and receiving from it all at the same time so it's basically like a giant flower of life that goes all direction consciousness is here and consciousness is here and consciousness is here and consciousness is here and every thought every word and every action is moving you to the next bubble in that flower of life and those decisions is the cause and effect of which direction you go in this infinite web of all possibilities to uh, manifest your experience that's why all possibilities exist all the time because time is an illusion we're just moving through these realities so quickly that we have a perception of time because we're moving through a parallel reality right now because I had this thought, I had this word, I had this action I'm in a new kingdom now, now, now I made this, I made this one, I made this one by my thoughts before, by my actions before by my perception before has created this every single time And then there's a reality where I didn't. It still exists, but I consciously only tuned into this station to this experience right now. So this is why divine love is so important. We we ripple energy and change throughout the whole universe by the very energy and frequencies that we release with every thought, word, and action. So we have just been asleep. It's just been a cycle of sleeping and waking. 
So look at the past. Look at all the things that we have created through our sleeping stages of um, unawareness of who and what we are and how all of this all works. We've, uh, through this not knowing, we have manifested the past experiences. They're not good or bad. Because in essence, this is a projection. If all possibilities all exist, and even the most worst thing you can ever imagine is there. So how could you judge one thing from good to bad? These are just varying degrees and vibrations. The choice, the things that you are supposed to hone in on is walking in that frequency of divine love so that others can experience a raise in frequency because of what you're emitting hold on a second the dog's trying to eat the cat sage quit He wasn't trying to eat the cat, but he's being too rough and too loud. <clears throat> so, as we As we tune into the awareness of who and what we are, which is an expression of the one source, and we try to walk in the divine love that we are towards all things and all situations, there is a cause and effect to this by the others that we're around we influence them in a, energetically also so the more you are what you are the more people people's subconscious or resonant frequency increases to fan the flames of divine love that is inside of them moving them towards a more harmonious experience and so in the cycle of sleeping and awake you wake up in the morning you're wiping your eyes out you're getting all the sleep out. you're groggy you kind of just want to lay back down and go back to sleep 
that's the stage we are in worldwide now. We are just waking up to all kinds of things. Uh, what's going on out here, most or less who and what we are, everything that's going on out here has disconnected us from who we are. Who we are is that divine love. And we can tune into it and fellowship with it or feel it anytime we want to. We do this with the intention. So that's why the heart-mind connection is, is the intention, which is what you use your mind for, for intentions and thoughts. When <clears throat> you add that uh, intention to the heart, the heart space. And you connect the one and the two together, you make the three, the Christ. <clears throat> and we've heard all kinds of stories of what it is to what it is and the possibilities of um, walking in that divine love and what comes along with that but most people think almost fairy tales and the stories have been so miscombobulated and everything else is just seems far-fetched but if we manifest this reality then there's no such thing as impossible this is a manifest of our thoughts, words, and actions, then all things are possible. The only thing that is stopping you is your thoughts and your words and your actions is the only thing stopping anybody from anything. The only thing holding you back is yourself. That's the reason why there's no one coming to save you. You are divine love. You're here to save yourself from yourself. <clears throat> It's always easy to um, to just wish something would come and take all your troubles away. But you can take all your troubles away. More than likely because the things that are troubling you are manifest from you. And if they're not, it's still a cause and effect of where you have placed yourself. So with the idea of uh, a god and a devil, one is pulling for the good and the other one's pulling for the bad. And they're both behind the lines, pushing you to be good or pushing you to be bad. These are all... Um, 
is scapegoats. It's an easy way to be a victim uh, with this ideology. So everybody wants somebody to point a finger at um, or someone to think. It's like, oh, something great happened. Uh, Thank you, God. Or, you know, something bad happened. And it's like, oh, that devil. He... That devil, he's 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 just doing this and he's doing that. <laughs> uh, this is an absurd ideology. So I give you a test or a practice per se for those of you who don't believe that you manifest your reality and that the god and the devil is just the hemispheres of your brains competing against one another to express divine love and to not to be rigid straightforward it's just the polarity of the mind masculine and feminine in the electric universe and the way the mag magnet uh the electromagnetic work is there's a push and a pull there's polarities to all things even in your body you you have both male and female hormones you have left and right brain hemispheres the only thing in this reality that is different um gender base is genitalia but there's still the same uh, just in slightly different positions and presentations Um, but you still possess both hormones because there is in fact no difference in us other than a perception we perceive that we are different from one another we are unique but we are the same divinity We are all human. We are all divinity riding around. Sage! We're all divinity riding around. Buddy! Sage! Quit! We're all the divine source riding around in these biological computer vehicles, um, creating and experiencing all for the growth of consciousness.
so oneness is a big factor in the understanding of divine love is understanding that all things are connected everything we do affects the whole cycle just as you can't be absent of a creating you can't stop creating even when you're sleeping you're creating in another realm this is the waking dream in this waking dream you're constantly creating with that thought word and action So divine love, there's many ways that our ancestors have tried passing along um, how and what that is. Uh, the Cherokee call it uh, Shante Ista. We don't even have a word for the very thing that I'm trying to explain. That's why I called it divine love. But the Cherokee... Shante Ista means the single eye of the heart. Other languages have words to explain the very thing that I'm trying to explain. But our language lacks the words to explain the experience. Because what I speak of has to be experienced to be understood. while religion falls short after experience once you've experienced divine love then religion doesn't feel that uh, doesn't feel that void of what you know because once you experience that divine love it fills you so much that your cup runneth over So no words can compare to the experience. You ever try to explain the most funnest thing you ever done? Or the most funniest story you ever had? I guarantee you it wasn't nowhere near as fun trying to explain it. Because the experience is where it's at. This is how consciousness grows. This is Life is the evolution of consciousness and it lives and evolves through us. So sleep and wake cycles is just part of regaining energy. It's just cycles. This civilization, uh, it's egotistical to think that we were the most brilliant people that's ever been on this rock. That's retarded. Everything we were told about history was a lie. Like humans have been here for at least 200 plus thousand years. We've been through these cycles. We've been at least this technological advance if not more technologically advanced and then we went through sleep cycles where we slowly declined in our understanding of who and what we are and that rippled out through the uh, 
manifest experience. So, the practice of how to experience divine love. Taking your mind and thinking about what your heart feels like. Try to feel your heart. Use your mind to try and feel where your heart is. Then with that attention... Increase that attention on that heart space. So then you're starting to make that connection between the brain and the heart. Then you can grow this energy by thinking about things that you love. Maybe a child, a mother, a father, a spouse, an event, a flower, something you've seen, painted, heard, anything that that you just love. It just, just fills you up while you're concentrating on your heart. Think about how that makes you feel. So you should feel that area where you were concentrating on with your mind. You should feel the area change in this feeling. And so the practice, the trick is, is learning how to induce that frequency that you emit from that heart space by connecting your mind and your heart and then sending that energy out to all things, to uh, people going down the road, uh, the people in your house, um, your neighbors, uh, people struggling, people suffering, connecting your mind and your heart and sending that, that healing, love, and energy to individuals. This is, this is basically like Reiki, energy work. Um, that is tuning in to that is, is practicing tuning in to that divine love by making that heart and mind connection learning to feel that energy then learn how to increase that energy and then to share it to send it out to others so if you can just take a day and try to go through that day where you're um Try to give a lot of gratitude as soon as you wake up. You know, you have a lot to be grateful for as soon as you wake up and you're in a house and you're in a bed and you're warm and you got some clothes to put on and you got a vehicle and you got a job. Like, the list could go on forever of things you can be grateful for every morning when you wake up. So try one day to where you don't talk about bad things and you don't complain about anything. And 
anytime that something comes up that you feel like complaining, try to think of something you're grateful for. And then that, and then practice that heart and mind connection on top of that, um, reprogramming, uh, response reaction to situations emotionally because the love that we've been taught is an emotional love that's uh, attachment and judgmental and fiery that's that's all emotional love it's not divine love it's not the type of love that we should be sharing you can put emotional love and balance it with divine love you can use passion and and balance it out, but emotional love is where we carry out these uh, bad tendencies towards one another. So. <clears throat> Practice um, non-reaction. It's going to help you to be centered in the present moment. Um, Our goal is to be here now to experience what we create. But if we're chasing these thoughts of the past and the future, that is creating your experience. So we have to reprogram ourselves so our mind doesn't run around uh, like a chicken with its head cut off going wherever it wants to. We have to practice mindfulness so that we can, and we have to practice being in that space of divine love so that our actions and our words or thoughts are uh, effects of those things instead of our thoughts and words and actions being effects of uh, our worries of the past (coughs) or the future Uh, there is no end game to this this is uh, every moment and everyday practice you will get better at it but the more you get better, the more receptive you will be to other energies as far as feeling them. It's like a double-edged sword. Uh, but it's it's a balance. It's, it's tuning in to who you really are and then learning to walk in that and to spread that and to share that with others. Sage, lay down. So, uh, our ancestors used sound, uh, they used plant medicines, ceremonies, dances, chants, uh, music all kinds of instruments to help bring that resonance and that focus on that uh, that shanta ista that center, the single eye of the heart 
that divine love. There are so many ways that our ancestors have done this. That's why people are supposed to do yoga and uh, breath exercises. That's why people are supposed to follow Christianity to learn how to be Jesus by walking in that divine love. He even said, you will be greater gods than I because... He understood that there would be a time where more people understood how he understood, and it would be way more remarkable than the time that he existed, where everybody's, or not everybody's, but where the majority of minds were closed and controlled by the rulers and by the temples and the synagogues and the Romans, controlled by the world. <clears throat> So this is why we are the prophecy. We are the ones we've been waiting for. So I've been... Everybody talks about their awakening and their process and all these things like that. I went through a stage of, at a very young age, like pre-teen, early teenage years of uh, seeing like how everything was designed, what seemed like everything was designed for failure, uh, the government, the system, the matrix, all this religion. Uh, so for a long time I've seen so many things that other people didn't see of how things worked and I, I call it the dark night of the soul because I didn't see no light at the end of the tunnel you know uh, my, my mind programming was in that Armageddon uh, matrix where um, you know I, uh, Everybody thought the world was going to end one way or another, 2000, 2012, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I've been caught up in those uh, matrix effects, and I've been through those processes of not seeing uh, any hope for the future. But now I know better. Uh, <laughs> um, now I'm on the other side of that tunnel, and in the middle of the tunnel, you can't see the light at the end. Uh, but then I started seeing the light, and I started running towards it. <laughs> and then I come out, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, and so, um, I understand how it can be hard to grasp the concept of divine love or to, or how hard these practices can be. Uh, to walk in that because of uh, belief systems and programming and understanding and the world that we live in, social media, the TV, all that stuff is all these things is uh, projecting that exact opposite thing that which you're trying to obtain. And this is why so many people are... Um, feel like shit you know this is why all these things that we would deem bad are causes and effects of that that same thing there's only one 
There's only one sickness. There's only one method to heal it. Everything else is just symptoms of the same thing. The lack of knowledge of self. The lack of knowledge of who I am. The I am. That is you. That is me. That is that divine love. That one source. The lack of that knowledge is where all sickness and what we would call pain and friction and all these things derive from. These are all symptoms of the one. So I got I understand uh, where people are in their in their journeys and their experiences to uh, probably think like, oh, that's motherfuckers full of shit. <laughs> Uh, but it's authentically real Or I wouldn't talk about it uh, I have gotten a reason to Pull someone's leg I have nothing to gain from uh, Leading people astray I've just experienced yeah. An energy that I know that exist in all things and through the experiences have brought uh, so much understanding to so many things and I just want everybody to feel what is inside of them to experience it and then to express it because the more that we experience and express that divine love the less suffering there is for all people so my expression of divine love is I would like to relieve suffering for all people I don't want anyone to suffer. I want to protect all sentient beings above and below. So to pray, worship, then by how I would say that I pray or worship the divine love is by being and expressing that as much as possible for that's the only prayer everything else is so par to sit here and speak loud out to God or whoever that's just ego and boastfulness. For prayer is quietness and alone, just between you and the divine, where there is no words to need to be spoken. But you can be in a walking prayer by um, invoking and enveloping yourself in that divine love frequency that is the number one prayer that is the number one prayer and practice of worship 
so um, usually at the beginning of the show I do a little over the air frequency tuning where I play a sound bowl but that's where I do my own little practice before I do the podcast for me to connect to uh, spirit or divine love inside of me um, and since it's Halloween night and I spoke about divine love then I'm going to finish the show up with the sound bowl again um, but I want you to join with me um, with your intention to fill your heart space and to let the sound resonate through that heart space and I want you to to try to encompass that divine love and fill up your cup until it overflows and send it out to all sentient beings above and below to your friends and families to the strangers to all those that are sick and all those that are in need I want you to join with me and and try to express express that divine love to all those so take a Take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. A friend of mine says, pressing your tongue against the roof of your mouth slightly as you exhale grounds the connection because you are an electric being. So breathe in. Out through the mouth. And as I play the sound bowl, I'd like for you to focus in on your heart space and let that resonate through all peoples and beings throughout all the cosmos, all the seen and the unseen, above and below, to bring about balance, resonant harmony of the original blueprint that is divine love the Shante Ista, the single eye of the heart. Oh, and so it is.
Well, I'm thankful for everybody who joined us tonight and all who listened. I'll just give a minute for any questions or comments for anybody viewing. Well, I wish you all a happy Halloween, and I hope you all gathered something from the episode. I think this was um, one of the last, or the last of... um, the single episodes or or of the the teaching episodes of certain things um we're gonna start venturing in to guests and different topics here soon um done a little series on crystal skulls last year um i think we're gonna do one Soon, like a little series with some guests and topics on uh, different plant medicines and people's experiences and um, probably venture into topics like pyramid energies and energy tools and crystals and all kinds of fun things like that. So there's 30 episodes with about four episodes on crystal skulls the rest of that is um contents for um for seeking inner knowledge that I have shared um and so yeah uh, I'll keep you guys up to date of whenever we plan on doing our next episode um and what it'll be about and who our guest will be um uh thank you guys peace and love namaste